0: Coast from the goddamn void, baby, and we drop him bombs over the world, not just Baghdad, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Oh shit, yo, people. I I checked out the the, uh, the most recent Apple event, right? And. I gotta say right You know what I mean We're getting new iPhones And all of that Right A mini hub Just all the shit that they're doing Looks pretty good But I will say What really stood out for me With this event Is the evolution of Tim Cook Because I remember when Homie took over from Steve Jobs You know what I mean And He's presenting Was a Ropey as a motherfucker You know what I mean Like he didn't know what to do It it was a bit odd It was a bit odd But this time around You know what I mean He's brought in other people Right and we've seen him Start to do that over the You know what I mean the last few years But he's He understands his strengths right, so he doesn't do it all, he gives a little bit of an intro, and then he's just like, and I'm gonna pass you over to blah blah, who's gonna talk about, it. and I'm just like, yo, that's smart, that's smart, now, he still doesn't know what to do with his fucking hands, right, still does not know what to do with his goddamn hands, it's a tricky one, Right? When you're standing there and you're talking, it's just like, ah shit, in my pocket? Uh what am I doing with my hands? Let me hold something. Where's a clipboard? But he's he he's adopted the prey. <laughs> he's always putting his hands together like motherfuckers gonna pray or something. But um, yeah, a little crazy, but hey-ho. It worked though, right? And I like the fact that they utilized Everything, you know, what I mean, as a presentation, this was yo. They that one person was standing on top of the motherfucking, you know, what I mean, Apple complex. It was pretty impressive. They utilized it so many different areas, you know, what I mean? just to showcase. So it was kind of compelling. So I'm saying, like, as a presentation, this was, yeah. This was up there, uh, you know. What I mean, compared to like the first Apple event, it was something different, right? And I think a lot of places and firms could take note from that approach. You know what I mean? They made it interesting, yeah. So I had no clue with some of the shit they're talking about. And frankly, you know what I mean all them pixels? It is lost on me. <laughs> like the the you read know I mean? the pictures, it looks like a picture. I don't see it, but fuck, you know what I mean. They're doing some big shit. So uh, yeah, hats off, man. I just thought you know what I mean. That's a big move for old Cook to be able to, you know, pivot and just evolve. So yeah, impressive, and people could take note. Now I think some of the big news of the week. And it's kind of... It's great news. Frankly, it's fucking great news. But Fast and the Furious is going to end with the 11th film. I mean... Phew! God damn... I, I just can't believe they've they got to that number. It's insane. Right? It, it, it's kind of crazy. So the ninth film, that shot... But it's coming out next year. And what I believe... Is that the 10th and 11th are getting filmed back to back, I think Yeah, because I think they're sending him to space (laughs) 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 Fucking hell, they're sending him to space What started off as a, a film about drag racing has now turned into this fucking spy action fucking adventure. It, it's kind of ludicrous. It's fucking ludicrous, right? And I don't mean move, bitch, get out of the way. I mean, this is some crazy-ass shit. But uh, people seem to gravitate to it. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I, I, I think, look. They're mindless films that you can watch And not really tax the brain with But I just I forget which one it was But as soon as You know I saw a, a promo for it And they're like We're driving a car Through one skyscraper Into the next skyscraper I'm just like You know what I watched Flying Tanks And but I am not, I am not doing that, because that makes no sense, I mean a flying fucking tank makes no sense, but it was just fun and stupid, right, it was fun and fucking stupid, I have nothing else to do, so I watched it, but, because I'm just like, listen, the the, the the walls of those skyscrapers, those glass walls are thick, it's not normal glass, right, It's thick as fuck So a car Smashing through one That is going to Slow it down Then it's going to Smash through another one While flying through the No No I am not getting on board That And then sending these morons into space Fucking hell like, I'd believe it if they were using, you know, cling film as a space helmet. <laughs> but, yo, I'm not buying it. So, yeah, thank God it's ending. But, they, you know, they've got spin-offs, right? They've got The Rock and, uh, fuck, that tall guy that was the diver. Uh, you know, the, uh, oi, geezer, gubner. That one, him. So they've got that spin-off. Now, there is word as well of the female characters doing a spin-off. So, yeah, they're still making change. They're still making change. It's crazy. It's motherfucking crazy. But, you know what? Hats off to the motherfuckers. Because... Let's be fair, some of those fucking crazy motherfuckers, they can't act for shit. So, the fact that they're able to do that shit and make that money, yo, you know what I mean? (laughs) They, yeah, they found the cheat code, baby. They found the cheat code. So, uh, yeah, well done, guys. Well done, guys and girls. (laughs) You made it but um people let us get into this week's fucking episode. I uh, just talking crazy shit about you know anything and everything. So uh, sit back, relax and let's get it popping. All right. All right, so um foot park. <laughs> now, it's uh I mean, it's definitely not like Disneyland or anything like that. It's not to that scale, people. Um maybe maybe like your six flags in the States, something like that. But they reopened earlier on in the year, you know, I think around about May. Okay, so they've been open, no, July, they reopened in July, and they had their Halloween scare night situations, that's just all started, and it all went a bit wrong, all went a bit wrong, and I'm just a bit like, what the fuck did they expect? You know what I mean? What did they expect? I mean, when you have these things open during the day, right? You you can keep a a sense of um, you know decorum and whatnot. But as soon as you get into night, hey, people are gonna be people, right? Everyone is frustrated and all of that. So, every, so people are gonna act up. Like, it's the same as social media, right? You go on, you can use a fake name. You know, it's the whole anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. Yes, that's the one. It's all of that, right? So in the dark, it's harder to see people. So yeah, people think they can get away with a lot of shit. You're also asking people to social distance. You're in a fucking theme park. Right? It and it's big, but it's not that big. It's not crazy huge. Where, you know, if you're letting in a certain number of people that then yeah, you can just keep distance. It's like when people are going on all of these fucking rallies and marches and they're just like, oh it's social didn't no you didn't. Right, stop, stop bullshitting, you didn't social distance, because how the fuck are you meant to, when there is that many people out, you cannot, so why are we trying to pretend here, Yeah, you know what I mean? it's a little bit laughable, you know what I mean, but yeah, they repo- supposedly called police, because people were, um, walking around in large groups, and you just think, of course they were, people will turn up in the small groups, but, you know, everyone's got mobile phones, so then you, you know, you text your friends, you're like, are you in? Yeah, we're over here, and then they all meet up, right? It's a clear, anyone with any fucking brain would understand that that kind of shit is probably gonna happen, Right? It, it's not anything crazy here You know, you didn't need Betchley Park to, um, you know, decode what might be going down <laughs> And also, with these things, a lot of times there's alcohol involved, right? Because I know that all these late night sessions and stuff like that It's meant to be a little bit adult-themed right, so they serve alcohol and all of that, so yeah, when you mix alcohol, when you make it at night in the dark, people are going to go fucking crazy, and that's what happened, and um, yeah, what did you think, what did you think was going to go down, Ah. Uh. It is weird, like, supposedly that you know, Full Park is now working with the police to ensure these things don't happen. And it's just like, ugh. The only way it's not gonna happen if you only let a small number of people in, right? That's the only way about it, right? Let people, and it would work better because if you've only got a small number of people in the park. It means no queues, people will be able to get on the rides So, you can do hour blocks You know what I mean? You'd be like, listen, you've got an hour, you can go in But we're only letting in 20 people Which means no queuing So you can go on as many, just go on all the rides you want for that hour And then you're out Give people a coloured wristband Bish bash bosh Solved I mean, that's if you wanna do it, do it like that. Hour blocks, you can have a half an hour gap in between, clean, all of that shit. Next group. If you really want social distancing and people to act in a certain way, that's how you do it. If you if you're just looking to recoup cash, right? And get as many people as you can in. You're going to have issues. Everyone knows it. So let's stop fucking around. Let's stop playing these games. And just be realistic. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. Right? It's kind of crazy. Because everyone knows this. But we're all acting like... You know, there won't be an issue You know, it's like, let's reopen the pubs Wait, why is people gathering in groups? Because there's alcohol involved, you fucks God damn it Fuck them, man Fuck them all All Alright, I might be a little bit confused And that, you know, that sometimes happens, right? I am human people. But every I keep on seeing these articles about Sarah Cooper's new video. Like Sarah Cooper, you know, emphatically mocks Donald Trump Jr. With a a new great impression video. And I'm a bit like, it's not an impression. Right? Lip syncing is an an impression, right, I'm, I'm very confused about Cooper, hey, and don't get me wrong, right, she, she's doing her thing, right, she's doing, and, hey, hat off to her, you know, if you can make money from this, hey, well done, you know what I'm saying, but, It is lip-syncing, right? It's not an actual impression. She isn't, you know, voicing it herself. She's just sitting there moving her lips. And you kind of think... I mean... Where's the... Hmm... I'm kind of like it might sound bad, but I'm like, where's the skill? I don't yeah, i I'm kind of lost on these accolades, this you know, overwhelming, yeah, yes, queen, go girl, what? Yeah, I'm, I don't get it. I don't get now if someone could tell me what the fuck I'm missing, hey. All good, I'm open Fill me in, son Fill me mm, Maybe don't fill me in Not in, you know, certain senses Give me uh, the lowdown Yeah, give me the lowdown Give me a little intel on this What's the, uh? you know what I mean What's the pull, right? Is it just because it's Trump, right? If she was doing this about someone else right if if it was ellen you know if she was just doing some lip syncing of ellen would she be such a big hit that's what i ask you people that's what i ask you cuz i do not know right now it's it's weird it seems anything where you're saying something bad against trump or his family then you know you can blow the fuck up you know everyone's like yeah get him you go what 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 take him down awesome and um yeah it it makes no sense right <laughs> it may, it's weird but yeah i'm i'm just i was just baffled just baffled by this supposed impression you know is mean? if you're just lying lying on a sofa or whatnot moving your lips I don't see the uh, yeah I don't see the the skill you know what I mean I don't know I don't know people but hey you know she's doing her thing she's getting hits She's making money, she's got a motherfucking Netflix special coming, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I must be in the minority, you know what I mean? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, there you go, there you go, you know what I mean? Superstar Cooper, (laughs) it's funny as fuck. Okay, well, man, the, the, the stuff going on right now, I just saw um, about the beheading in France, you know, the, the, the history and uh, geography teacher who was, um, yeah, murdered in Paris, which is just, oh, is horrendous, man. It really is, and the crazy, like, the thing that is crazy about the situation, I mean, it's, it's all crazy, really, right, but he was teaching about freedom of speech, you know, that's the thing that's really just insane, you know what I mean, he's teaching about freedom of speech, and it's the importance and this is what happens. It's I think people need to understand that you mean people can say things and it's not an attack, right? It's not an attack. You know it's like and 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 what you hold dear, not everyone does, right? And so there's people that will say certain things, but you know they're just expressing an opinion. That's all it is. You can't, you know, what I mean attack everyone who might go. Ugh, I hate cats. You know, wait, I love cats. That's I can't believe you're saying that. Oh my god, I'm gonna hit you now. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? are you doing, no, it just, it creates these just terrible situations, and now, you know, reading all about it, it's like, you know, France is, who they're going hard, you know, suppose they carried out 40 raids, you know, on, well, it's, it's interesting because they say they homes of suspected radicals, right? But then um you know there's there's people in the government who are saying that uh, not everyone was raided is a suspect in the crime But you we know, we're trying to Yeah, disrupt this movement, you know, we're try- trying to make sure that anyone who might have radical leanings is, uh, yeah, shown that we ain't playing. Which, listen, I get it, you know, what I, mean? I understand the intent, the sentiment. The problem is. Right? And, and we have seen this in the past. The big problem with all of this is that a lot of times you, you know, you hit people that had no involvement, had no inclination of getting involved, you know, would condemn the thing that just happened, but. Because of the treatment they then suffer Because it's not, you know, it's it's usually more than just a Hey, did you do this? You know, sometimes it's kind of rough Sometimes, you know, they're held for a a long ass time It gets gnarly And because of that They then become radicalised in the thing that you don't... You're trying to stop. You know, which... Ugh, it's a vicious circle. It is a vicious circle. So you want to make sure you aren't doing that. You know? You, you want to make sure you're not turning people... onto the thing... That you're trying to um, ensure doesn't happen again. So, um yeah, that's the big problem, right? So, yeah, how the fuck do you do that? You know? How do you do that? Now, like, there's the thing is, you talk to a whole heap of people. Everyone's going to have different views. You know, some people are going to say, yeah, go hard, other people are going to go, oh, well, you know, I think you can only really talk to people who have clear evidence on, you know, doing the thing, and this is, so everyone's going to have a different opinion, so whatever approach you take, there are going to be people that are against it, which is like everything, right, so I you know I'd say you just want to yeah just want to ensure that you you're not it's being unjust right I think it's fine to have conversations with people but you have to measure those conversations right you can't just accuse people of doing shit but yeah I mean it's a problem now supposedly You know, the teacher, he's been doing this, you know, class on uh, freedom of speech for for a good few years. And before every lesson, you know, he asks for, um, you know, anyone in the class, right? So any students of... um, you know, the Muslim faith That if they might be offended with what they see To leave the room You know, which I I've, I've always feel is a fair compromise Right, so if you're teaching certain things And you think, mm, right, th- there's going to be people who don't You know, don't sit well with this Like sex education Right, there's, there's certain religions that don't believe in, um you know, that getting taught So, yeah, you'd ask for people of that denomination to leave Or, you know, their parents would have asked for them not to be in a class Right, and, yeah, yeah I guess, you know, if something's gonna be bloody, you have people that you know can't stomach blood and so so it you know it's an approach that we've seen a lot, right in and, and it's a fair thing, so you kind of wonder what like what the fuck happened, man like what the fuck happened right the irony of all of this as well is. Like, you see it all the time, you know You have someone who, because, right, so I've Yeah, I know, I remember I dated this girl She was Canadian And she would always be Ugh, this country does this And this country does that And blah, 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 blah And it's like... I'd say to her sometimes, she'd be like, wait, it sounds like you don't like it here. Like, why Why don't you go back to Canada? Because, you know, her, her parents really wanted her to go back home, right? And everything she knew wanted her to come back, right? But she, yeah, she was, well. You know, you know, she wanted to stay here for certain reasons, right? And But you knew as soon as it got tough, she would go, which did happen. But it was always that thing of when you broach that with her, she would always go, Oh no, I, I don't hate it here. So it's just like, oh, So what are you saying? Right? And if you said anything against, you know, Canada, she like, what are you doing? You can't do that. You can't say that. How dare you? Blah 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 And that's what you have. Because <laughs> you know, I'm sure that a, a lot of these radicals, they might go. Yeah, they probably go a little hard in the paint against Christianity or Judaism. You know, the other religions. You know, I, I'm sure they've. You know drawn sketches Of uh, some of the other religions But if they see a cartoon You know of theirs Oh shit it is on And you kind of have to be like listen Do unto others as you want done to you And that isn't even a Christian thing That's just a human thing right if you want people to treat you well, treat other people well. Yeah, you know I mean? right? Like, if you don't want to be attacked, don't attack other people. You know, you see it with trolls all the time, right? Those online fucking weirdos. If anyone says anything to them, they're just like, I can't believe someone you know, said this about, you know, the thing I post. It's terrible. Oh my God. But they will then go online and talk all sorts of trash about other people. And you're just like, whoa, can you not see the irony? Can you? So, yeah, it's a bit like, listen, it's pictures and it's words. No one's attacking you with arms, you know what I mean? no one's punching you, no one's doing that, right, someone's talking about freedom of speech, and the fact that we should all be in, you know, open to hear things, open to people maybe not liking something that you like, but, hey, we all live together, and that's how it should be, that's really how it should be So you don't then go and cut someone's fucking head off What the fuck It's crazy Now they're saying that You know I think they they believe four students From this guy's class Pointed him out To uh, Yeah The killer The attacker Which um that's rough but then the issue is how do you actually prove that there is a lot of stuff here that is kind of tricky to prove which is very problematic right because you know kids are kids so yeah like you can't always take someone's word that oh yeah tim Tim was there, Tim did this You know, maybe the person saying that just doesn't like Tim You know what I mean, there is that So yeah, so it's a weird, weird fucking situation Hopefully it all gets resolved I mean, I believe at the moment this, you know The trial is happening against um, people that are suspected of, you know Attacking the Charlie Hebro offices and that happened Gosh that happened a good few years ago, right? So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's will they resolve this? I I doubt it. You know what I mean? I think there like the killer was shot, the killer is dead. Now, they might arrest and put a few people to trial, but to get everyone that might have been involved, I doubt that shit's going to happen. But you just hope, you just hope that the sentiment and the crazy can calm the fuck down because there's been too much of this shit this year. You know what I mean I think everyone can uh, Yeah Be down on that Right There's been too much Hatred Too many attacks People just need to calm the fuck down You know So uh, yeah Let's hope that happens Right But uh, we will see Okay, so, um, <laughs> this is amusing, right? So, uh, there's a documentary with Pope Francis in it, right? And in this documentary, it's directed by Ivengi Iveninski, Ifen- I think mean, that's how you say it. It's probably not, but, mm, you know, what can you do, people? He made the following comments right homosexual people have a right to be in a family no they are children of god and have a right to a family no body should be thrown out or made miserable over it what we have to um, do is create a civil union law that way they are legally covered right and then he said um he stood up for that which seems to like the, you know uh, the directorness after saying it's referring to when he was archbishop of Aires. now the the thing about this is who gives a fuck right who gives a fuck what the fucking pope says Right, does anyone really take this motherfucker as, you know, a, a, a governing word, I'm well, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the Catholics do, right, the Catholics still love this motherfucker, well, I mean, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them definitely do, right, that's why he's still the fucking Pope, but, so, this is the crazy thing about it all, right, he opposed it <laughs> <coughs> you know what I mean? he opposed gay marriage on a legal standing but he's like oh but you know no 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 legally they should not marry but let's create a law you know a civil kind of situation for fuck you you two-faced piece of shit right, it, it's like, what the fuck are you doing here, you know, on one hand, you're going, oh, uh, no, you, well, I, I support that, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I support that, but mm, not in my church, you know, that's like the fucking olden days, when it's just like, hey, everyone should be able to get water, but, you know, those people, mm, they should drink out of separate fountains. You know what I mean? There's some backwards fucking thinking. Right? And the other thing about it, the, the church, they're full of shit. Right? If we look at all the bullshit things the church does, firstly, they hide pedos. You know what I mean? They hide pedophiles. Right? If they're really against a lot of the shit that they sometimes will, will say, the, you know, the Pope will come out and they'll say, oh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. If you really think that, why don't you hand over all the information you have on priests and archbishops and the like? Who have been reported as paedophiles Right, where there's clear evidence that they've molested Loads, usually hundreds of people But instead you just ship them to another district How about you hand over that information? You know what I mean? Clean up your fucking shop Then you can start yapping your fucking gums, son You know what I mean? That, that, that's the crazy thing here and So then you're saying Oh no no I back gay marriage Well you don't Right there's no Half stepping with certain Things You know what I mean You can't sit on the fucking Fence And, and, and try and say that you're For something it doesn't work Like that Right Not when it counts, (laughs) you know, it's some bullshit thinking, because you're you're still, you know, kind of saying that you don't agree with it on the level that you won't marry people, but, you know, a civil partnership is, fuck you, who the fuck are you, you know? It's crazy it's cr- And it's just baffling How people still look at this kind of shit And go Yeah, no, he's cool He's alright You know, like people think that Fr- Pope Francis, he's a forward-thinking Pope <laughs> He's the good one He's still a piece of shit you know what I mean? He's still a piece of shit, and everyone's jumping now. Everyone's jumping, Go, "Oh, this is oh, this is pretty some clear indication that he's he's down for gay marriage." Yeah, that's a good. It, no, 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 no. It really isn't because it's not saying much, right? That's like ah, you know. All these slaves working in the fields. That's pretty. Ah, that's pretty bad. Let's move them inside. They can be slaves inside instead. So it's still slaves. You know, it's that kind of bullshit thinking. So fuck him. You know what I mean? like, he's old. So maybe COVID will take him out. <laughs> you know what I mean? hey, that would be a plus, right? COVID wipe out all these pedo dirty ass backward thinking, motherfucking priests, hey, how about that, that'll be a sign, (laughs) show you, that will kind of show you, hey, maybe there is a God, you know what I mean, and he is wiping out all these fucking dirty infidels, you know what I mean, all the people that are using his name for fucking evil shit, If that happens, then I might go, oh, yeah, you're right. There is a dude in the sky. Until then, go fuck yourself, Francis, you pretentious piece of shit. Okay, so here's something that bugs me a little bit. And it bugs me just because it doesn't really make any sense, right? And... Again, it's kind of this whole Trump thing See, I I, I guess, look, look, I I know I I bring this shit up every now and again And people are probably thinking, oh, oh, is he a Trump? Look, I don't give a fuck You understand? Because to me, all of these motherfuckers are lying Right? You can't tell me The, hey, the people that are up, right, the people that you get to select from, they're decent, now, don't get me wrong, there were some people who were, you know, in the running for, um, you know, the party nominations, hey, some of those people seemed interesting, right, I like the sound of um, Tulsi Gabbard, right, she sounded, every time I heard her speak, I was like, you know what, she sounds very measured, you know what I mean, she, she seemed to um, have an even cue on things, and want to try and do the best, now, I listen, I didn't take a deep dive on her policies or anything like that, I'm just going from the, the stuff that I did here, and, you know, I's so... Yeah, I don't really care, because I just think they're all crooked But it's when everyone just wants to pick on the crazy shit Trump does But not then shine that same light on the other group That's what baffles me Because it's kind of dishonest Well, not even kinda, it's very fucking dishonest And so, um... Letterman, David Letterman, he's got his Netflix series, right? The, um, fuck, what's it called? It's got that weird long name. Um, My Next Guest, right? My Next Guest. I think it's actually called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, which does seem real frigging long winded. Like, My Next Guest would have just, that works. Right? But anyway, this show and he has interesting people on. And I've always liked the way Letterman will talk with people. You know? Like, I don't know. It has a a, a kind of gravitas to it. Always gives me that, you know me, that feel that he's actually listening. Right? And asking real shit. Where you you know some of these other people like James Corden? James Corden just seems like a fucking puppet, right? A puppet who's just like, oh, oh I wonder how many people I can get giggling at me. You know, what I mean? it's just some fake-ass shit. So you know when Letterman's talking, I'll I'll listen, right? But um, on his new series, he's got Kim, um, Kim Kardashian on. And uh, like the thing I'm, I find a little weird is so he's, you know, he seems baffled that she's been working with Trump, and it's not so much working with Trump because she's just like, listen, I'm I I just want to be working with the administration, on prison reforms. You know, she's been yeah doing this. Crazy work, right, of, of getting people's sentences commuted, and all of that, which, that was some left field shit, right, I did not see any of that coming, when she started doing all of that, it was just like, wait, what, Kim's doing what, huh, okay, well, God damn it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I ain't talking shit about her now. There's Hey, I just think that's some, you know, real fucking talk. Like, there's a lot of people that will say stuff, but never really back it up. You know what I mean? They make these big, grandiose claims. But then, where's the follow through? Right? But she's actually doing the work, so, he's talking to her about this, and, you know, like, oh, don't you think that, you know, working, the the stuff that you're doing, like, the administration isn't really helping, right, you know what I mean, you're trying to get people out, but they're kind of, you know, going in the other way, and... I would have thought, what would have been... Bring Kamala Harris into that fucking conversation. Because that cunt was lying and locking people up. Right? So, hey, if we're having these conversations, let's have the fucking conversation. Yo, let's look at it all. Don't just try and talk about one Little thing, talk about the other components, right, the fact that, yeah, Harris lied, Harris lied, when, when Laws came in, that, oh, you you have to let this many people out of jail, she fudged figures and changed things, when pressed, it's just like, well, who will we have to do, you know, the work if we let these people out of jail? And it's like, wait, what are you doing? You know, when the Freedom Project was trying to get people out. You know, she was fighting them on retesting blood samples. That when those samples were, were actually looked at. Because they never were looked at in the fucking first place. When they're looked at, it's found... Oh, the wrong person is in jail. And you had this evidence all this time. What the fuck? So, if you want to talk about this, talk about it all. Right? Why are you just trying to shine the light on Trump? What's the point in harassing her on this? Just... Talk about, you know, the the reforms as a whole and the systemic problems involved and people like Harris that, yeah, were fighting to lock people up. And let's be real. She's blocking up the disadvantaged. That's who she was really going after, which is messy as a motherfucker. Now. She could be president Because Come on people yeah, You know what I mean Biden's going to drop dead <laughs> She's going to drop dead And if he doesn't drop dead She's going to kill him <laughs> You know she'll She'll be in the residence And she'll probably put a pillow over him And then you'll get the Oh no Oh I think Joe's Joe's had an accident No bitch you pushed him down the stairs Or you smothered him You know what I mean Yeah, he ain't gonna survive Four more years Come on So, hey You have that You have that there So, if you're gonna talk about These people, talk about them Right, but do it Honestly Right, come on Come on. That's all we want, a little fucking honesty. And it's just a shame, man, because yeah, I like Letterman. So uh, I wish yeah, it it could have gone a little different, but eh, you know, fuck. This shit happens, right? Everyone's got an agenda, man. Everyone's got an agenda. Okay people. So this week's chin check looks at UFC 254. We have the interim champion Justin Gaethje looking to stop the juggernaut, the unbeaten Khabib Nurmagomedov. Um so yes, we are looking ahead At that card, breaking down all 12 fights. So, once you finish with this, go check that out. Share with your peoples. Maybe these picks could win you some money. Who knows, people? But uh, yeah, there it is. Chin check episode 99. Now, let's get back on with the episode. Okay, so this week, oh man, for this week, for some reason, people, I checked out Emily in Paris. Well, I say for some reason. I know exactly why I checked this shit out. <laughs> I was talking to uh, this young lady. She said she very much enjoyed the show, you know, she ingested it all over a weekend and I'd seen it, right? I'd seen it sitting on Netflix, and I was just a bit like, mm, "I think I'll probably give that one a miss." But I thought, you know what? Okay, she enjoyed it. I'll give it. A, I'll I'll give it a look. Why not? And you know, it's it seemed like it would be quick, right? So we have ten episodes. And they're all around 24 minutes. So it just seemed something. Alright. Fine. I can knock it out quick. You know. Because I had a few. I still had films to watch. There's a London Film Festival. So yeah. I, it just seemed a thing to do. Um, now. <laughs> it is created by Darren Star, Which. I kind of feel that that really kind of gives you an idea of what this is going to be you know it says a lot about the kind of show you're going to watch i mean star he's what behind beverly hills 90210 melrose place sex in the city so i think your framing points you have a good idea right you know what kind of um, approach we're getting. And, yeah, we got all of those. We did get all of those. So, um, yeah, no. as I say, it's a a French-English kind of um, a language show. Andrew Fleming, Tony Jimenez, Lily Burns and Star Executive Produce. Uh, Stephen Joel Brown, Sheehan Faye, Jack Fuller, Lily Collins, and Raphael Benachil produced the show. And when they say that, you do wonder how much influence. Yeah, I always wonder, right? Lily Collins produced. What did she do? But, like, tell me what she did. You know what I mean? Uh, Steven um, Feberg and Alexander Grushkineski did the cinematography. And the premise is this, right? So Emily, a driven 20-something American woman from Chicago, moves to Paris for an unexpected job opportunity. She is tasked with bringing... An American point of view to a venerable French marketing firm cultures clash as she adjusts to the challenges of life in a foreign city while juggling her career new friendships and love life right so that's the gist of our show um, we've got and as I said Lily Collins who plays Emily Cooper Um. We have Philippine Leroy-Belieu as Sylvie. She is Emily's boss at the French marketing firm. Um, we have Kate Walsh who plays Madeline Wheeler, her boss in the Chicago um, branch of the firm. Uh, we also have um to do ashley park who plays mindy chen who um, becomes emily's best friend uh, we have samuel arnold who plays julian who works at uh you know the place the the french place along with bruno guri who plays luke another work colleague We have Camille Razat, who plays Camille, who um, is another friend of Emily's, and the girlfriend of uh, Gabriel, okay, who is um, played by Lucas Bravo, uh, and he is a chef in a restaurant, cafe, bistro kind of place that's Opposite where Emily is living. And yes, people, a love interest. All right, so we have these and a few other characters. Now, like just the setup of the, it's mad corny. I think that's one of the biggest things here, right? And they really want to play up the whole um, French, English, um situation right that gets played up all the time and it's a little bit crazy you know i mean it is a little bit crazy and over the top right so um because it all starts her boss is meant to be going to paris you know the marketing firm they work at they've acquired this french one (sighs) who knows why and her boss is meant to be going and you get this scene, and it's just, ugh, it's a cringe bullshit scene, right? She's just like, oh, you know, and he's like, oh, you're so lucky. You get to go to Paris, and she's just like, I know, it's perfect. I'm unattached. You know, I'm single. I have no kids. Ah, oh, Paris is the perfect place to be. Cut to her then throwing up right getting ill throwing up and obviously we then discover she's pregnant which means emily gets sent right so emily gets sent and emily doesn't know french so straight away yes we have problems you know we i think she asked for a cab but she says condom you know instead and it's just stupid shit like that so you know I think the first things first you kind of feel that why the fuck is she getting sent when she doesn't know French and why wasn't she even learning French right she knows that they've acquired this firm and look that doesn't happen just oh you know in a day they would have known that this is a a likelihood and you know so she knows her boss is going over there. So she's gonna have interactions with that office. So you'd think, oh, maybe I should, you know, learn a little bit, you know, so I can do these interactions better and shit like, so you have that. But obviously, no, they didn't wanna do that. They wanted to create this fish out of water bullshit. So all of that. And, ugh, so we have all of this bullshit. They play up the whole French thing all the time, like, uh, oh, in France, you know, we think that affairs are natural. You know, everyone has a mystery, and you're just like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. It it is that kind of, you know, you take someone with little education and you ask them, oh, what do you think this country's gonna be like? And they'll be like, oh, well, in this film, they show it like, oh, so that's, I assume that everyone, that's what this is, right? If you got that moron to write a script, (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you know what I mean? They hit every single stereotype, every single one, and it is cringy. It's mad cringy from that point of view. Now, listen if you're into fashion, right, if you're into fashion and all of that, I think that you'd probably dig this, you know, it is light, you don't have to think about it, it's easy, you know what I mean, it's easy watching, but for me, it it was really infuriating for the most part, for, um, you know, because she's meant to be working in a marketing agency, and she tells someone, "I've got a master's in marketing. I know everything, right?" But the way she's going about shit, you think, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. You're a moron. You know, she keeps on going with this whole, "I'm here to give the uh, the American point of view," you know, to make you do it the American way, and blah blah. blah. And it's just like. Well, firstly, you wouldn't do that, right? You'd, you'd have an understanding of how they do their business, who their target audience is, right? Where they're communicating their messages. You, you'd want to know all of that. And then you're looking at ways to enhance. But this isn't, oh, let me try and enhance. It's, no, 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 everything you're doing is wrong. I'm going to do it right and it's just that whole oh social media does everything perfectly and this is what we could and it's just like yeah yeah yo, yo, yo. it's not a one fit works for everyone kid there's nuance to this shit but no we there is no nuance here it's a hammer to a uh, plate approach you know what I mean? it's so So fucking heavy-handed, it is sh-sh-shocking, right? shocking You've also then got these weird love interests, you know? And, yeah, the Gabriel character, right? So, she is the one that kisses him every time. Every time. But then she the the way they have her acting is is like he's hitting on her all the time and you're like whoa, 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 whoa wait they're both being flirty but the one who's actually instigating shit on every occasion is her right what the fuck are you doing and they have every single guy you know going googly eyes over her And you're just like, wait, what? You know, like, what are you doing? Huh? Because you have all these other women around, but obviously, Emily is the most attractive out of every single person. And you're just rolling your eyes, right? You roll because uh, what? uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, Lily Collins. There's a lot of people I know that find her attractive, for sure, which is fine, but, right, you, the way you're having it is if everyone is going to be, like, dropping everything for her, and it's just unrealistic and crazy, right? You, you could have it that, hey, some people do, some people don't, not just have it, everyone wants to bed her, Because that's just a little cringy and just insane. It's insane. Right? We're showing that she's got this Instagram account. And she's got, like, thousands of followers. And every time they kind of show a a, a bit of it. Right? So they'll show her posting all the time. Which... They've got to put her phone up and take a picture. And then suddenly on the screen will be the picture and then her writing a post. But it's this suddenly, this perfectly framed picture. That you're just like, wait, wait, wait. She wasn't even pointing direct. How the fuck did she get that picture from how she held that? Like, what? What are you doing, people? Come on. But yeah, they they showed, uh, you know. The post has got thousands of likes. And then like loads of comments. Like hundreds of comments. And we were just like. Well. Who? Right. Who the fuck is she. To get this huge account. From doing nothing. It's insane. The way they depict. Everything. Is just so bizarre. It's crazy crazy you know like you can just walk into somewhere and speak to the head of (laughs) just just like that you're like wait what that's not how you do this shit so yeah that I think that the marketing is the thing that just blew my mind the most because I'm just like I do this shit (laughs) and what you're showing her is doing isn't it? It is not it. <laughs> it's baffling. That's what the fuck it is. It's insane. You know, we're showing her bickering with her boss and everyone in the company. You know, oh, you don't speak French. We hate you. You know, it's just like... Ugh. What? Like, look. You are gonna have one person... In the workplace, you know, you know, maybe not even one, a few people that you might not get on with on a social level, but you work amicably with, right? But it, it, yeah, everyone's at odds, and you know, calling people names—it's it's insane. It's insane. And, you know, you think, oh, are they going to sack her? But then, obviously, no, she saves the day. And people will only do, you know, work with the agency if she's working there. It is every fucking cliche, people. Every single one. Every single cliche. Oh, my days. Oh, my days you know this weird shit around fashion week and these um these two des- you know up and coming designers who are you know radical like they make hoodies right and they're getting depicted like they're uh, changing the game it's it's crazy the show is crazy you know, everything seems to fall in people's laps. Like, you know, her, be- her best friend Mindy. She's an au pair, wants to be a singer. And obviously, you know, she's a perfect singer, right? You have this bit where she's, um you know, Emily's badgering. Oh, why don't you sing? I don't, I've never heard you sing. Oh, do sing me a song? And it's just like, I don't want to. Okay, I'll sing. Right, and so then she suddenly breaks out in public, and then it's all surprised that everyone's looking at her because everyone just stops and walks over and surrounds her. And you're just like, "Shut the fuck up! Just, just stop! Just stop with this ludicrous shit! It's insane! It's, it, it, yeah, it's baffling me." But as I said, look, I, I am not the target at all. I am not the target audience, and yeah, I don't even know what the fuck I was thinking. Right? I thought it might be some fun, just ugh. I not for me, not for me. But as I said, look, this girl and her friends I love the show. You know, she's real looking forward to season two, and yeah, it ends on a bit where it's just like. Oh, what's going to happen next? Dom, dom, dom. Choosh. But, yeah, they love it. And, listen, if you're a fan of stars, other shows, you know, Beverly Hills, Sex in a City, Younger, all of those types of... Pro- if you are a fan of those, yeah, this is for you, right? You're going to eat all of this shit up. If you enjoyed stuff like... um fucking, I don't know, any of the crazy shit on TV, right, Grey's Anatomy, fucking Girls, like, any of that shit, this, yeah, you're gonna be all over this show, you're gonna enjoy it, you're gonna love it, it's made for you, you know, films like Mamma Mia, this is all you people. This is all you. So, it's on Netflix. So, it's going to be just be on Netflix now forever. Ten episodes. As I said, they're all 25 minute-ish long. So, you'll breeze through it in no time. If you're a fan of fashion. Yeah. Do you, people. Do you. It's Emily Emily in Paris. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's cliche, it's predictable The acting is Well, it's soap opera acting (laughs) You know, which I think basically sums it up, right? Kind of sums it all up So, if that's what you like Then this is all of that And a bag of sushi So, uh, yeah Emily in Paris, it's on Netflix Enjoy Uh Enjoy Okay, so this week's book is On Target by Mark Grenry. It's book two in his Grey Man series. And once again, we have Jay Snyder on the narration doing a superb job. Uh, The gist of the book is this. Uh, Court Gentry, a.k.a. The Grey Man, is back. And once again on the run from old friends and foes. Four years ago, gentry was betrayed by his handlers in the CIA. Now an old comrade, Russian arms merchant Siurenko, returns to force him on a mission against his will. Kill Sudan's president, Abud. The supposed trigger for the Darfu genocide. But the CIA has its own plans for Abood. With his ruthless employers on one side. His blackmailing former friends on the other. And a doomed mission ahead. Gentry would kill just to get out of this one alive. Hmm. Okay. Well. I mean. uh, That's kind of correct. <laughs> I mean, there are a few things in there that are true. Um Yeah, he's working for Shiryu Renko, um, the CIA are involved, and um you know, he is asked to kill President Abood. A lot of the rest of that, hmm, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It is so bizarre how these things are written, you know because it's just like, did you read the book? Did you understand the book? what's going on here <laughs> so now people right um ooh, well, I mean in the first book, right, so I'm assuming usually if you've run this one, you've probably done the 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 first I mean hey. So, uh, I did start with Book A, <laughs> so maybe not. But in the first one, his handler after leaving the CIA. Well, being kind of run out of the CIA is Sir Donald Fitzroy, right? And so Urenko is, he's involved in that first book, right? So, uh, you know, essentially... Silenko is now his handler, and just because, yeah, he's willing to pay, so we kind of start off with this book with um, him um, kind of basically talking about, you know, or he's offered him some jobs, and then he's like, eh, come work for me properly. And so he has to do this other mission. So we get all of that and the ins and outs and blah, blah, blah. But he then is offered this, uh you know, Ab- President Abud mission. So there is all of that involved, right? Um And I think it's not too bad, right? Every, I think the thing with these books, they're... I mean, they're kind of fun, right? But also, yeah, don't have to think too fast. You know, they I mean? they're, they're an um, amuse-bouche, amuse-a-bouche, amuse-a-bouche. Hmm, I think you know what I mean. But I know I've just kind of butchered all of that. But yeah, it's a palate cleanser. You know, after doing some different stuff, you, it's sometimes good to just hit something that's a bit light. You know what I mean? And that's what these are. I mean, light might be the wrong word. (laughs) Because, you know, we're dealing with, you know, killings and all of that kind of thing. So, yeah, maybe light isn't the word. But they're not crazy taxing. You know, it's a fun action movie. So, yeah, it's doing this. And um, the book moves along pretty well. It's all good. You do get the, I guess you've got the situations, like how he gets back involved with the CIA. It There is a lot of, uh, of stuff here that does make you roll your eyes a little bit. Like, oh, come on, people. That's a little bit predictable. Come on. And then especially how he's meant to explain away damage that he, uh, you yeah. know, picks up in the process of, you know, re-getting in with the CIA, so there's things like that in the book that, get yeah, are a bit hard-fetched, but again, you know, the story is pretty decent, right, it, it, it's fun, you know, it's engaging, it is engaging, And I think it handles certain situations well. So you know, any time when like he's getting questioned on motives and things like that, I do think a lot of the responses, yeah, that works. You know, like wait, you, you know, I mean, you don't get to criticize me because you know you're no better with the shit that you like. All of that kind of thing. I like that rationale. I think that works. I would say that probably the most frustrating part of the book is the female, um, what is she? Mm, She kind of works with the, oh, is it the ICA? Like the UN. It's a body like the UN. And she's working with them. And she is terrible as a character right, because you're saying that she's, you know, she knows law, because she's a, I think she's a law counsel for them, so she's meant to know all of this stuff, and you're saying she's intelligent, but, right, but she fucks things up on multiple occasions, right, multiple occasions, so it's just like, wait, 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 you can't keep saying that this character is, like, really great and smart and blah, 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 when they keep on fucking up to this extent. Because to to do that role, right, you're not just getting, they're not sending anyone to that zone with no information. You are getting debriefed, you know? Like, it's, okay, so the common tongue is this, the currency is this, I think you shouldn't probably go out after that. Like, you'll get, you know, certain information. They will give you that. So the fact that she does some of the things that she does, you're just like, wait, yeah, it has to be a moron. Like, only a moron is doing that shit. So I think that was a bit infuriating. And then when you've got, Call like working again with his old cia team that whole situation that was fine but it was just some of the things like you know the the, the one guy wouldn't give him like really closure on why he got burned out of the cia in the first place because you're just like wait what what harm would it be to say? You know me that I mean? like it made no sense, really, all of that. And then the you know the guys, just you know they're both injured, and like, cool, it just us like, oh, um, I need help to do this, and the guys like, oh, I'm not telling you, and it's just no, like that. Was all a bit silly. Because you're just thinking in that situation, someone's gonna weigh up the shit, right? And they're just like, well, by giving him this information, we both get out alive. And the information that he's asking for, it's not like he's like, give me the secret codes too. No, it was just some basic ass shit. Like, how do I drive this submarine? You know, what I mean? that was a bit stupid. You know, and, and it did become a little bit frustrating, but other than that, things did go along well. You know, it all it got a little predictable towards the end, like you could see exactly what was gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, all of that part of it, you're saying, okay. Well, yeah, I kind of figured that uh, that was gonna be that, but all right, fine, fine, you know, we can deal with it. So yeah, it it had issues in places, but um, the narration was good, and it it was a it was a fun action action story, so. It works on that level. You know, if you if you read the previous well, the first book. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, and you didn't do what I did and start with book eight, you know, but if you read the first book, you you'll be cool with this one. You know, I I think if you've read other people like Jack Carr, Tom Clancy, you're know, yeah, this you'll enjoy this book. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I I would say that. So um, on target by Mark Greenery, you know, book two in the Grey Man series. It's decent, you know, it's all right. It 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 moves along like you'd expect, and um keeps up with what we had in the first book. So uh, yeah, there you have it, people. It's on Audible. Go check it out there Because um, they have great narration Alright, cool Okay people So before we end Let's take a look and see What's happening in the world of TV Well, in a move that a hey, seemed to take Way longer than it should have Quibi is finally coming to TVs. So if you have Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Android, Comcast, you will finally be able to um, see what all the talk is about with um, some of these shows that have uh, you know blown up on Quibi. You know, uh, and maybe this will save it. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, TV um, TV owners will be able to find out soon. Alright, so, um, hey, fans of Tegan and Sarah might be interested to know that they're getting a TV series. Okay, so, interestingly enough, it's through Amazon's IMDb. TV Which I didn't know was a thing But it is And um, yeah this show will be called High School And it's based on their 2019 memoir Okay so um, It's set In the 1990s Where grunge and rave culture Was big You know And it looks at things um, You know it, uh, in a, a parallel And discordant Um Memories of the two sisters Growing up down the hall From one another Right so uh, they're saying it's about Finding your own identity A journey made Even more complicated When you have a twin Whose own struggle and self discovery So closely Mimics your own So uh Clea Duval is um, directing uh, the pilot and will executive produce alongside uh, Tegan and Sarah themselves. So, uh, yeah, there you go, people. Um, also, Kate Hudson. Will be making her TV debut... With the second season of Truth Be Told... That is right... She is joining Octavia Spencer... um, You know... And... I believe shooting will start next week... So uh, yeah... Hudson will be playing... Misha Keith, a lifestyle guru and longtime friend of um, Poppy Pennell, Spencer's character. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have not seen season one, so, f- you know, well, I guess fans of the show will appreciate the news. Now, it just dropped but CBS have announced that they are giving a season renewal to Dark Star Trek Discovery which will mean it is getting a fourth season which is um yeah that's pretty big you know i know my a friend of mine literally just finished the um i think the second season really enjoyed it and is um you know Making her way into the third So um, Yeah We'll see what happens Filming is going to start um, Beginning of November So we'll see what happens I don't know I, I didn't quite get on with the second I've never finished it I did see a You know A, a, a little bit about season 3 it Sounds kind of interesting You know I'm more inclined to that where it's 900 years in a future that has never been told. That sounds kind of interesting, but yeah, I don't know. We will see. Uh, So, um, the T.C. Farron's novel, The Book of Malachi, has been uh, acquired for TV by Little Island Productions. Okay, so, um, yeah, the story is about um, Malachi, a mute 30 year old man who receives a job offer in exchange for six months as a warden on a top secret organ farming project. Reza Pharmaceuticals will graft him a new tongue. Malachi finds himself on an oil rig among warlords and mass murderers But the book ponders whether the prisoners Prisoner donors deserve their fates. Hmm Who knows, right? It is that uh, long Long in debate question Okay, so um, Hulu is uh, getting an, a its own book adaptation TV series. This time, this one is based on Charles Yeo's, um latest novel, *Interior Chinatown*, and Yo will be adapting the work for the TV screen himself. So the story follows an Asian American actor Struggling against the cliched roles and stereotypes Both at work and in his personal life I mean, it's something that uh, we can all relate to So, uh, yeah, I don't know See what happens with that Now, another book series coming to TV Is um, the V.A. Schwab's Series um, First Kill So Emma Roberts Is going to be executive producing And um, Yeah it's going to Netflix So the first season Will have 8 episodes Alright It's a vampire drama uh, And Schwab Is going to be an executive producer And co-writer of the series So, um, yeah, basically When it's time for teenage vampire Juliet To make her first kill So she can take her place among a powerful vampire family She sets her sights on a new girl in town Named Kalipo but much to Juliet's surprise, Kalipo is a vampire hunter in a family of celebrated slayers. Oh no. And the two ultimately fall in love. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I don't know if that's for me, people. <laughs> I say so. HBO, they've got a new series. Uh, It's called Industry. Okay, so the story follows a group of young graduates competing for a limited number of permanent positions at a leading international bank in London. Okay, so the show is meant to examine issues of gender, race, and class in the workplace as the Iris. Impressionable new employees Begin to forge an identity Within the pressure cooker Environment of Pie Point and Co's Trading floor It's from Mickey Down And Conrad K uh, Who are um, First time Creators And it's starring mahailai Herald Marissa Abila Harry Lorty David Johnson And Mabhan Rizwan Okay So Kristen Bell She has a new TV series coming Um, And it is called Oh what is this Called uh, The Woman in the House Okay so it's uh, An an 8 episode Netflix series And um, Yeah Belle plays um, A heartbroken Woman who sits With her wine staring Out the window and watching Life go by without Her when a handsome neighbour moves in across the street She starts to see light at the end of the tunnel But that is until she witnesses a gruesome murder Or oh, does she? Bom bom. boom So, uh, Rachel... Ramras, Hugh Davidson and Larry Dorf are uh, gonna be showrunners. Bell, Will Farrell, Jessica Elborn, and Brittany Siegel are executive producing with Marty Knoxon um, as a creative consultant on the show. So uh, yeah I don't know. We will see what happens With that HBO have um, Commissioned Some new work From uh, Denis Villeneuve and Jake Gyllenhaal Alright so it's going to be a Limited series called The Sun And it's based on a Joe N- Nesbo novel Okay so um, It follows Sonny Lufus, a once gifted and promising wrestler Whose downward spiral is cemented When his cop father commits suicide Over the past 12 years His time in prison has been Neutered by an un-in- Uninterpreted supply of heroin From a seedy chaplain On the inside When he learns long hidden truths About his father's unexpected death He escapes and begins hunting down The people responsible for his wrongful sentence Hmm I don't know We'll see what happens Leron Zion is going to be the showrunner And will executive produce Along with Jonathan Nolan and Alisa Joy And finally people um, Oh no actually not finally uh, But <laughs> It is some news Danny Ramirez Has well he joined the cast of *The Falcon and Winter Soldier*. His role is um, under wraps, but it's meant to be pivotal to the story. Uh, so yeah. that's interesting. I mean, this series is picking up after the events of *Avengers: Endgame*, and will follow Sam Wilson. And Bucky Barnes. So we can only imagine that um, Wilson is, uh, yeah, toying with the whole um, Captain America proposition. Hmm. So, yeah, we will see what happens with that. But, people... Let us end With um Yeah this seems to be A popular thing I don't know why Because I hated the original film But It has finally been green lit a, a Willow sequel Is coming to Disney Plus As a TV series Yeah I don't know, crazy Warwick Davis will reprise his role as um, Willow Uluf And John M. Chu is uh, going to direct the first episode And executive produce alongside Howard So supposedly it's set years after the film Well it's it's gonna have to be Because um, Warwick Davis is considerably older (laughs) And it will introduce new characters Into the world of Fairy Queens and Monsters So uh, Jonathan Kazdan wrote the pilot And will serve as a showrunner Alongside Wendy Mercil Um, Bob Doman Who uh, wrote the original Is going to be consulting On the uh, On the series So um, yeah I don't know people We'll see what happens But that's us We are done for another episode So we will see you next Wednesday People Keep it going Enjoy life And uh Peace!